0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Totally Myself. I'm your host Monica Cotolan, and today we're gonna be talking and opening a subject that's called keep the focus on you because I had some time recently that I was struggling feeling a little bit like I wasn't myself anymore and we're gonna dive deep into that right now. Not feeling like yourself anymore? Mm, Well... It's because it's not yourself anymore, but you keep forcing yourself to be. Stop being afraid that you are losing yourself. You are just losing parts that aren't necessarily needed for this chapter of your life. This is how I've been feeling lately. (laughs) Because, like, throughout our development, we form adaptations to cope or deal with pain and fears. Yet, these adaptations, which initially served a survival mechanism, later come to limit us. Shedding the layers of our old self, it's easier when you are no longer in the environment you now acknowledge it's not helpful. You've changed careers, maybe, or you've moved to a new town or country. Or let's say you left a relationship. What makes shedding old selves difficult, it's actually when everything else, the people our routines, personal life or professional life are not changing. And maybe you don't want to change environments or leave people behind because you feel like you owe them something. But before thinking of anyone else, you owe it to yourself to honor who you really are. Stop betraying yourself for letting your past define who you are. You are not who you were a year ago. And I think that's just so damn beautiful, honestly. (laughs) You gotta learn how to shed those old self layers if it's the time to. Hardest thing as an adult for me was to let go. To let go of people not good for me or love that I thought was love but was actually maybe just a lesson. And most difficult, let go of parts of me that were no longer who I really was. I know that sometimes it's really hard to make peace with the fact that we are changing and reevaluating our life. It's hard and scary. And I know this because I had to reevaluate my life and to start over several times since I was maybe like eight years old, but I was still a child. So I wouldn't really use that as an adult example, but I had to learn how to be an adult when I was 15 years old because I moved alone without my parents. So. <laughs> I had to build myself up from scratch and to understand exactly who I was at that time and to try to support myself because I was completely alone. And I know that's really scary. And that wasn't the only time when I had to do it. I had to do it again when I was 18 and I moved countries. I moved to Ireland, to Dublin with my ex-fiancé. So again, I had to start over in a new environment. But I can say that it was I would say a bit easier than, like I mentioned, being in the same environment and feeling like you're changing, but everything else around you, it's not changing. And then it's harder for you to change, you know? I mean, not necessarily for you to change, but for you to realize that you are changing and to allow that to happen. And yes, indeed, when you're in the same environment, it's harder to do that because everything around yourself is the same. So it's hard for you to build different habits or to move different when everything around you is just always the same. And because it is so scary, we tend to distract ourselves and fall into a loop of distractions, feeling like we're actually getting further and further away from our true selves. Either we feel like we are stuck in our career and life or even in romantic relationships that don't seem to bring out our authenticity anymore or simply seeking for external attention or situationships, even if deep down we know that's not what we need. These are signs that it's time for you to put the focus back on you and stop forcing whatever no longer align with yourself and keep feeding yourself distractions because you cannot accept what lies in front of you. Sure, you got to live and enjoy, you know, like nobody says that it's not okay for you to have some distractions that are making you feel good sometimes, but it's very important nowadays to satisfy ourselves and live fully and also not lose our focus and get totally distracted by temporary pleasures or situations instead of dealing with what's weighing us down. We sometimes tend to distract ourselves when we are trying to not deal with certain situations or emotions. How do you deal with your emotions? And I'm going here again regarding emotions because if you want to understand why is it time for you to let go of parts of you that no longer are needed, you must deal with the emotions that are attached to them. If you're like, many people, you might find ways to ignore your emotions entirely. It's common to want to distract yourself from tough emotions like anger, sadness, or anxiety. Nobody wants to feel like that. But covering up your emotions isn't healthy at all and it doesn't get rid of them for good. Suppressing emotions can make them stronger and they tend to resurface later. And then it's even harder to deal with them because it's like a huge amount of unhealed and... (laughs) hard to understand emotions. To have a good emotional health, it's important to learn to deal with your emotions instead of running away from them. You can do this by identifying your unhealthy coping strategies Making peace with difficult emotions and finding healthy ways to cope with. I will give you a few examples and also some advices. For example, notice your own attitude towards your emotions. Do you automatically look for ways to avoid feeling fear, anger and pain? Do certain emotions have a greater effect on you than others? Observe your emotions for a few days and reflect on how you react to them. Because becoming aware of your current emotional attitudes will help you identify the the areas where you need to improve. For instance, you might notice that you always suppress your anger because it makes you feel out of control, you know? And For this, you can do some shadow work. We have a special episode about that. If you haven't yet listened to it, I would strongly advise you to do so. Another advice would be to examine your habits for unhealthy coping strategies. Take a look at your lifestyle and identify any negative habits you have. Could be, I don't know, watching too much TV or, in my case, smoking, because I'm smoking. I know it's a filthy habit, but yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't really say it's a coping mechanism, to be honest. I just like smoking. But anyways, um, I know it's not good for myself. Or maybe it could be, let's say, overeating. I do have this. Like when I'm stressed, I tend to overeat too much. I'm not in a situation that I should be worried about it because I'm a skinny bitch, but... Either way, it's not healthy, you know, or like I have different ways of avoiding my emotions. Sometimes I'm just watching too many series or I know that I'm going through something that I'm trying to avoid when I'm watching things that I'm not interested about because I never like watching things that don't help me grow. For example, I don't like watching series about serial killers or stuff like that. I always love watching things that are teaching me something, you know? Like, I don't know, for example, I have a subscription on Gaia and it's teaching people about emotions and spirituality and stuff like that. Things that I'm interested in and that I actually want to learn from. And that's the thing. When I'm trying to keep myself distracted, I catch myself watching a lot of unuseful shit. (laughs) So I strongly advise you to try to examine your habits, your unhealthy coping strategies. Could even be like, I don't know, taking drugs for some people or drinking excessively, you know. Any of those kind of things as other examples, you should really keep a track on. Another example or question you should ask yourself, whether you overachieve to avoid your emotions. Not all avoidance strategies look unhealthy from the outside, you know? If you're constantly focused on achievement or self-betterment, it could be a subconscious way of pushing your emotions aside. Like workaholism, constant dieting or over-exercising, and over-scheduling yourself can all indicate that you're avoiding your emotions. I've been through this as well. I've been over exercising when I was (laughs) getting over my past relationship and I was going to the gym way too much and I was way too obsessed about that. And I have to tell you something when actually the focus that you have it's not on that specific thing that you're working on like working out for example it's not even gonna work because it's mental you know and if you don't focus completely onto something that you're doing it's not gonna bring results. So you know if this is a coping mechanism that you're doing when you're overworking yourself onto something when you keep doing it, but you don't see results because then it means it's just a coping mechanism and you're not doing it completely. And it's really not good to overwork yourself just to avoid your emotions because you're going to end up making yourself mentally and physically tired and you're still not going to achieve something So try to be the observer in your life and try to really, really observe every small thing that you're doing because you can actually see how you're feeling in the small things that you're doing day by day not necessarily in the big stuff that you're doing, you know? And try to adjust your attitude towards negative emotions because negative emotions are a necessary part of life. No one can feel happiness or pleasure all the time. While negative emotions aren't enjoyable, they often provide important signals that you need to change your actions or pay attention to something. It might be helpful to consider how negative emotions can actually be helpful. Think of these emotions as your mind and body's way of telling you that something needs to be changed or examined. For instance, if you're feeling depressed, This might signal that you need to look at your diet or activity level. Or it might indicate a faulty belief system. And you need to check for negative self-talk as well, which is very important, as any negative beliefs you have about yourself. Accept that you'll eventually have to face your negative emotions, whether you try to avoid them or not. Avoidance might help temporarily, but repressing your feelings makes them stronger in the longer run. And I've been talking to a friend about <laughs> something these days, about feeling sad, because she was feeling constantly sad, you know. And then we were just talking and we came to this beautiful perception that when we are down for some time, we actually make space for something really good and greater to come so we can feel the intensity of it to the maximum. And I think that's just beautiful, you know, because it is, it makes so much sense. I hope it makes sense for you. So yeah, sometimes we have to be okay sitting with our uncomfortable feelings and not suppressing them because we usually tend to run from these feelings, but best case it's to deal with them. Either we are scared because it could be about our old selves that we do not want to give up on because we are comfortable with those selves. It's truthfully maybe that you, that you used to be, it's maybe not serving your purpose further in life. And now you got to learn to adapt and allow yourself to be who you are in this moment of your life, be more present in the now, or could be the fear of not losing someone, a lover or a friend that keeps us bottling up our emotions instead of allowing ourselves to let go of that person. In the end, we gotta deal with those situations. If we want to get out of our comfort zones and actually grow and I know that it's really, really hard for us to accept that sometimes that we just aren't the person that we were two weeks ago. <laughs> and it's painful. You know why? Because old things that you used to do, like things that you maybe used to do for months or for your entire life, just don't seem to work anymore. And they maybe don't seem enjoyable or maybe they just don't bring results anymore. But that's just because you're at a level in your life where you require a new person procedure, maybe, for yourself. You require new exercise towards the goal that you set up for yourself, you know? Maybe this chapter of your life simply requires you to be a different you, but still the real you, you know what I mean? It's Maybe I'm not expressing myself completely. It's like before, two months ago, I used to go to the gym five to six days in a week in order to feel good, like physically and mentally. While I've been trying to do the same thing um, now recently, and it just doesn't work for me anymore. I simply don't have the energy for that anymore, that much. And instead of five or six days in a week, I go three days in a week and I feel better. I feel like I don't have to destroy myself physically in order to feel good mentally, you know? And this is just a small example. I had also changed my morning routine, for example. I don't scroll on Instagram for an hour and read emails or reply to messages anymore. But instead, I spend the first hour when I wake up just reading or just doing some meditation or writing down some affirmations and that's what I'm saying every chapter of your life is gonna require a different action from you And it might make you feel like you're not yourself anymore, but it's not like that. It's still you. You just need a different approach. Or maybe you might be feeling that the friends you had for so long, let's say, they just don't align with who you are anymore. And you might be feeling guilty that you don't feel good around them anymore or that you simply cannot respond with the same energy or the same vibe that you used to respond with before. But I know it's really painful, <laughs> but sometimes we have to let go of those people. Maybe they're just not required for this chapter of our life anymore. Usually when I feel like this about my friends, for example, I just try to detach for a while and <clears throat> reevaluate myself and just spend more time with myself so that I can figure if this is just something that's about me or it's like, our relationship that is not working anymore. And yes, I've been in the situation where I just had to like completely let go of people that were not meant for me anymore. And I'm not talking about the love relationships. I'm talking about friendships because like I mentioned before, feeling like you owe anything to anyone else, you owe it to, you owe it to yourself to choose yourself first. And it's not selfish. It's not in any way mean towards anyone. You just gotta take care of yourself and you gotta have like a great vision about what you want to do with your life and not allowing anything to hold yourself back. Maybe some certain people in your life are keep influencing your decision making, you know? Maybe their advices are not good for what you want to do anymore. So then you don't need to let go of this people completely, but for sure you can detach yourself for a while to reevaluate the situation and to realize if you maybe just need to set some boundaries or just be open and tell those people that this <laughs> maybe well-intended advices don't match with your core values, you know? And I don't know, I just feel like <laughs> in your 20s you hit yourself from this wall of not feeling like yourself anymore, multiple times, you know, you just feel like you finally found yourself, like you're finally being like your best self. You feel authentic. Everything is going well. And then, I don't know, something really small happens that I, let's say it's hitting uh, an emotional layer <laughs> that you've been not working on and boom, you feel again like you're not yourself anymore. <laughs> and this is just a plot twist of your twenties. <laughs> It's been happening a lot lately, I don't know, like I feel like life has this surprisingly amazing manner of giving me like two or three plot twists in a month, like provoking me to the maximum, giving me like uh, adventurous adrenaline, adrenaline full chapter for like a week and then boom, leaving me low... And forcing me to deal with some parts of myself that maybe I just wasn't aware of that I left aside. But I think this is the beauty of it, you know? you got to understand that in every phase of your life, every new chapter of your life that you're going to enter, you're going to have to leave parts of yourself that no longer serve your purpose behind, and yes, I know it's going to be painful because maybe there are parts of you that are so familiar that you've been doing and you've been being for your whole life, maybe. And sometimes why I am keep bringing connections in this is that sometimes those parts of ourselves are attached to some certain people, to some certain situations, maybe like careers, you know, maybe like hobbies that we used to have for like years, <laughs> <coughs> And it is painful to feel like something that you've been doing before with so much love and passion just doesn't feel like who you are anymore. And that's why you got to take like a deep look at it because in order for you to really be sure about who you are and what you want to do and what you are not anymore, You need to really, really evaluate it in a very kind manner, like not just cutting parts of your life that you just don't feel comfortable with with anymore. But instead, the easiest advice that I have for you is try to make a vision board, a vision board with the things that you want to achieve, I don't know, let's say in the next five years. And just buy all of these things from the small shops that have like crafting things and make it on the wall. Or maybe you can use Pinterest for a vision board like on your phone or on your laptop if you want to. It's easier, of course. But I feel like when you write things down or when you actually work on this vision board, it's going to make it more more, more, more observed in your mind. You're going to remember much more what you really want to do, you know? And I think this is a very quickly, easy way for you to make clear the things that you want to be and that you feel like you are in this moment and you can collect everything for it. You can collect pictures with people that you love, that you love now, or you can put like uh, pictures with uh, your dream house, with your career, with your hobbies, with, I don't know, maybe the car that you want to have, or maybe with the car that you have, or maybe with things that are making you happy now and the things that you want to keep in the next five years, you know? And I think this is a very easy way of seeing if the things that you used to love and the things that you think you are, it's still who you really are. Because it's just like taking a blank page and writing down everything that you know you are. And then it's going to be so easy to see what you are not anymore. And you can just try to build new habits, you know, if the old habits don't work anymore. It's just like you... Keep trying to use the same old ways to achieve something that you wish to have, but those old ways don't work anymore. It's just like working a group of muscle in the gym... <clears throat> With the same weights every day, you know, it's not going to work. I mean, your muscle is going to grow to one point, but then you got to increase the weights and you got to, and then you got to change the exercises as well, because the muscle is getting used to that weight and to those exercises. So it's not going to grow anymore. So therefore, it's going to be the same thing with you. You got to upgrade the way you do things in order to become like the best version of yourself in order to become like the truest version of yourself, you know? So the main point of today's episode is that if you feel like you're not yourself anymore, maybe you just have to take a deeper look and to realize that maybe you're just doing things that are not who you are anymore. And then you just need to find new ways that require in order to support who you are at the moment and who you want to be. You got to choose yourself first. As soon as you choose you, everything else chooses you too. Because this is the season of you, okay? I want for you... That this winter, it's going to bring out the most authentic version of yourself and it's going to make you feel good and motivated and that you're going to be feeling better than last year or like than a week ago. And I want you to choose your own piece, choose what is aligning with your core values and deny anything outside of that. And when you start doing that, there might be a lot of people that are maybe not going to approve with what you're doing, you know, because... Sometimes people (laughs) love the version of ourselves that we are not. Anymore. So I want you to believe in yourself first before taking in consideration anyone else's advices and letting anyone else's words influence who you want to be or who you are. Stop letting people project their insecurities or frustrations on, on you and don't let that influence the way you feel about yourself at any cost. Recognize when that happens And it's quite easy, actually, because if you are a bit good at seeing people's patterns or triggers, you will notice when that happens. And you will usually see that when people try to manipulate you or to tell you that you're doing something wrong, even though you know that you're not, because they will try to touch on one of your weak spots or insecurities. So be careful with that. (laughs) Don't let anyone influence your life anymore, because you got to understand in the end that how people treat you has nothing to do with you, but more... With how they feel about themselves. So maybe they just won't approve with the way, with your way of thinking now because they don't want to lose that part of yourself that used to make them in a certain way, you know? So it's not necessarily about you, like I mentioned, but it's just about how they used to feel around that old part of yourself. And I have six reminders for you today before closing the episode. Live your life in a way that feels right for you. Mistakes are okay. You can learn from them. And that's beautiful. You deserve good things in life. Be kind to yourself like you're kind to others. Do things that match what you believe in. And please remember this one. Do things that match what you believe in. This is a really beautiful reminder. And the last one, be with friends who make you feel good. Remember this one as well because it's really, really important. So thank you so much for listening today. I don't know if everything that I said today made sense because I created this episode with no script, honestly. And I was just talking from my head, from everything. Everything that I gathered this week, like all the things that I've been thinking about talking in this episode, because for me, it was a bit of a hard season the last month. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, there's been a lot of things happening. I lost a few people from my life. And somehow it makes sense because to be honest, like uh, a while ago, while I was doing some uh, a list of like manifestations and things that I wanted, I literally asked the universe or God or call it whatever you want to only keep people in my life that have the best intentions for me and that align with who I really am. So thank you. I guess (laughs) this happened. But like I mentioned... Sometimes it's hard when you feel like you are not who you used to be, and it could be influenced by a lot of a lot of things that have happened to you. Just like I mentioned, maybe losing friends or connections, or maybe a relationship ends. But you just gotta remember that you don't need to let anyone outside of outside of yourself define who you really are. So when you feel like you gotta shed old parts of yourself in order to become your most authentic version just to do it and find new ways that are going to operate in a positive manner in order for you to achieve your goals and to become the version that you want to be. So don't forget to choose yourself first. Thank you everyone. I guess that concludes today's episode and I'm gonna be here next Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you think. You know that I love your message messages and I'm trying to reply to every single one of it if I missed any I'm sorry (laughs) but thank you very much again and I'm gonna be here next week I love you so so much and I wish you an amazing week